Warning, the following may contain griffins. Join fantasy authors Phil Tucker, Tamandra Whitecastle, David Benham, Benedict Patrick, and Josiah Bancroft as they roll dice and take on the bad guys in a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Five authors, five worlds, one adventure. It's time to get crit-faced. So we're going to uh, head inside the uh, the north wing now. Uh, as you step in through the the door to to the north wing, um, it, it opens up almost immediately in, into the one room that, that takes up the the entire ground floor of the wing. Now, just as you as you sort of step inside, you do notice there are two staircases, uh, both to your left and right, that, that run upstairs into the belfry. Uh, that's over this part uh, of the. Uh, the Abbey. Uh, however, we're entering into the main hall. So gentle sounding uh, music is trickling down from above, uh, played on a, a single stringed instrument somewhere above you. You can't see who's playing it uh, up um, uh, above the main hall somewhere. So this is one large 50 foot square room. It's got arched leaded glass windows. Uh, there's a cauldron sitting uh, on an iron rack above a fire and a hearth. Uh, on the fireplace hangs a golden disc which uh, has the symbol of the rising sun engraved into it. The symbol uh, of the morning lord um, so you've got the, your wooden uh, staircases and I, I got it wrong sorry one of them is, is heading up to the upper level there's actually another staircase heading uh, down into darkness um, so there are several chairs surrounding a, a wooden table uh, that's, that stretches the, the, the length of the room, you know, banquet table uh, style. Um, the sort of wooden dishware, golden candelabras uh, arranged on the table. Uh, and standing uh, behind the table is a young woman with alabaster skin, and she's dressed in a torn and soiled red gown. Um, her auburn hair is neatly bundled so as not to touch her soft shoulders. She seems lost in her own thoughts. Uh, and taking her hand is a handsome young man in, in a brown monk's robe and he's just holding her hand gently there's a, a painted wooden uh, holy symbol of the morning lord hanging from a chain around uh, his neck uh, and he moves uh, with the grace uh, of a saint uh, and, and as you come in um, you can overhear him uh, speaking to her and he says Vasil, Vasil, sorry Vasilka this you eat when you first begin eating. Work from the outside and take the, the cutlery on the outside and work your way inwards as the meal progresses. And, and then uh, as you enter into the room, uh, he looks up and, and, and sees you and he says, Ah, it appears that our guests have arrived. And uh, the young woman beside him, uh, presumably Vasilka, uh, she clutches her hands uh, to her, her chest uh, and her, her face goes from expressionless into a, a closed uh, pleasant smile looking at you all. Detect good and evil like coming through the door? Yes. I, yep. It's a, yes. So uh, guys, yet again uh, uh, Bernard is hit with a celestial sledgehammer uh, and, and uh, I brace yeah, uh, uh, you do brace, but you still stumble to your knees. Um, it is the abbot. Uh, the abbot uh, is 
definitely of celestial origin. Who's hungry? Uh, and in fact, as you uh, as you do that, you see a, a frown across his face, uh, and um, he he gracefully moves uh, around the table uh, to, towards you. But Bernard, he's fixing you uh, with a look, and, and he waves his hand uh, in the air, and he says, "I would ask you to not do anything like that again in my presence." Oh, absolutely. May the blessings of the morning Lord protect each and every one of us from evil and good. Okay. May I cast protection from evil and good on myself. How long does that take, protection from good and evil? It's one action. It's up to 10 minutes, and it protects me from celestials, uh, creatures. They have disadvantage on attack rolls against me. They, I can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. Um, so he uh, raises an eyebrow uh, uh, as you do that. Um, <laughs> I'm making friends. And, and clutches the uh, his pendant and uh, nods at you as you do so. And, and, he, and he again waves his hand in your direction uh, and he says, that will not be necessary here. We are all friends uh, in the eyes of the morning lord. Aye, indeed. I can climb back up to my feet. How can I help you today on your visit to my abbey? We're here to kill Strahd, and we want to find Irena. We <laughs> 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 the group convulses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the you know, just we, cut we right had to the two chase. bottles of wine, and, and, and the fool drank half of each. <laughs> so that's why he's just... Um, so, at Kellen's mention of killing Strad, um, you see the abbot's frown deepen further, and he uh, raises his fingers to the bridge of his nose and pinches them and closes his eyes, uh, and he says, I am, I must confess, getting rather tired of this old argument. Uh, opens his eyes again and looks at you and says, I do understand the frustration that seems to afflict so many people. There is no doubt that Strad von Sarovich is an evil upon this land. However, it has long since been proven that trying to deal with this evil through violence through violence will not solve anything. Cast out your violent tendencies. Instead, we will solve the problems of Barovia in a peaceful Matter. Free love. This is this is what I always say. Yes, if you if you just love a little more and wear a little less, you can solve almost any problem. We intend to kill him with kindness. And <laughs> <laughs> um, If we don't have to kill him, but what do we have to do to rid this land of his great evil? Um, and he 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 um, says, Strad, we must get. Find the reason behind the evil. Strad is a man, is a being with a broken heart. The breaking of his heart through the loss of his love is what has led him down this evil path that has been inflicted upon Barovia for generations. Mm. Instead of trying to fight that which cannot be fought, it is my goal to heal the wound that inflicts this land. Do you yes, happen to know of well. a wizard's tower on a lake? <laughs> okay, push <laughs> <laughs> What we actually have to say. 
We Is actually want to know the answer to that. <laughs> Is, um, we're looking for, uh, speaking of uh, Strahd's broken heart, he has set his eye upon a young maiden of Barovia, uh, a friend of ours who we lost uh, recently and who has last been seen uh, in... No, was she in the Abbey? No, she was making her way towards the Abbey. Have you seen our friend Arena? I forgot her last name. Is it Ivanovich? Is that right? I don't know. Blagovich. Blagojevich. The Burgomaster's daughter. Uh, and and he, he said, I know no one of that name. Unless, of course, it is Mistress uh, Davenir's ward. Well, maybe she is. Could we speak to the ward? Uh, Mistress Davenir um, and her ward are, are currently staying in my guest quarters um, above the, the eastern wing of the Abbey. I could certainly send to them to see if they were interested in an audience with you. That would be the great. Eastern wing, that's a bit, you know, we've, we've seen that place. It's not very nice of you. I understand um, how the Bellevues can seem uh, unusual to outsiders. Uh, unfortunately, that is where all the living quarters of the Abbey are. I have situated them up uh, above where the Bellevues live, so they are quite far removed from the unusual tendencies of some of that family. Who you are in the process of curing, of course. Of course, yes. Yes. And are, are they afflicted with uh, Strad's, uh, you know, um, influence? Uh, the Bellevues? Yes. Yes, I believe that their original contamination does stem from Strad's uh, evil, the evil that he has <laughs> been forced upon, the evil path he's been forced upon. So, so the, But I they, have made certain they, changes to them. So they were, they were vampires, right? Oh, no. No, nothing yeah. of the sort, of course. Oh, okay. Um, what changes did you make to them? I have made different changes depending on their individual needs and desires. Oh, um, so, so one of them said, I need a frog foot, and you said, here's a frog foot? That is a very short version of the story, but yes, <laughs> they seem to be very happy with there. Frog feet. The, the frog, well, just the one. Yeah, <laughs> the one's sort of a crow foot, you know, so in case you want to scratch something and splash with the other. I'm sure that's very useful. Bernard steps forward with his holy symbol and says, I am a paladin of the morning, Lord. You are clearly more than you seem to be, Abbot. Who are you? What are you? And how did you come to Barovia? I am willing to only discuss my role as a simple servant of the morning, Lord, looking to solve the ills of this poor land. However, as you have so astutely noticed, I am better than most you. who walk through this land, and thus I have managed to find a better way to solve these problems. Mm. Have you been in Barovia long? For what many of you would consider many lifetimes, yes. And Strad leaves you alone? I have 
spoken with him on occasions, but he is willing to realize that a war between us would not be for the benefit of, of anyone in this land. Can we borrow your holy symbol? No, you may not. Would you like a barbarian? Does he have any Bellevue <laughs> in his family tree? Uh, yes, a little bit, I think. I think, uh, yes. I smell like an animal. Uh, yes, yes, it's a bit of a donkey in him. I am noticing many similarities. Tell me, friend Kellen, yeah. are you happy with how you look at the moment? <laughs> Would you like a frog booty? That's kind of the creepiest question I've ever heard. And I've heard a lot of creepy questions in Barovia. You've asked a few, yes. Yeah, he's asked many of them. Do consider, <laughs> Kellen, if you feel there's any way that you feel that... I have a look at the Bellevues as you walk around, and they are happy. Would you like quite, some of that? Quite, quite mad, I will grant you, but very happy with themselves. Do you do anything with, like, um, sort of, um, I don't want to say guts, but let's say an expansion of one's middle sort of area? If you're trying to say that you would rather replace your stomach area with that of a pig, um, I have to say that um, I have done that once before. Zigfric's uh, great-grandmother, I believe, uh, was much happier um, with that. Uh, no, no, that's not what I was saying at all. I was saying, you know, perhaps like the the the, the uh, ab muscles of a you know twenty four year old legionnaire, sort of just a, a a thin trail of hair and a, and a perfectly dimpled navel. That's do what you, I'm saying. Do you have, <laughs> I I do you have any legionnaire abdomen muscles with you? <laughs> Why? Uh, no, no. I left Doesn't out. he ask that of everybody? <laughs> Um, Abbott, how do you know that these Bellevues are happy? When we spoke with Zygric and the rest, they seemed barely able to communicate and ashamed of themselves. And they seem trapped in this abbey by these changes. Would they not be happier if they were not more normal in appearance and go forth to lead their own lives as they saw fit? This is also what I first thought when I came across the family. However... Over time, I have come to realize through discussion with them and through taking the time to delve deep into their minds that they wished for another route uh, when considering their appearance. I have done much work with their bodies to improve them and to give them what they wanted. Unfortunately, their minds still elude me, but it is a conundrum I, I continue to work upon. Does he Does have, have a beard? No, he has clean shaven. Does does a does Strad's curse was responsible for breaking their minds? I believe it was responsible for the original affliction, which I am still working to cure. What was the original affliction? Um, madness, a absolute madness. Wow. What was the name of that house that we first? Went into when we arrived at Barovia. Who owned that house? It wasn't the Bellevue house, was it? No, it was the uh, the yes, the Durst, the Durst uh, place on Earth. No, uh, okay, come on, the puns must have been enough to remind you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, no, if you if we could see you, if we could see the ward. Um, yes, I will. Lady. I will 
Um, I will send for her. And Is she, she a Vistani lady? A Vistana? Uh, Mistress, Mistress, Mistress Davenir uh, is, yes. as a matter of fact, yes. Oh, I tend to also be, as the abbot's talking, mm -hmm. I'm going to be uh, kind of peeking around to see mm -hmm. if I see any sort of book with the symbol of the Morning Lord. Okay, do you want to take a perception check? Not really, but I will. <laughs> uh, 14. Okay, so you uh, don't see any uh, books in particular that grab your eye. Um, you do notice the, the gold Morning Lord disc that's hanging from the, the wall above the fireplace. Um, uh, it's made of solid gold. You know, it's, it's, uh, you know it, it would be worth a considerable amount of money. Um, uh, also, the, the actual can the candelabras, the four candelabras that are, are on the tabletop um, are also solid gold. Um, so that's certainly what catches your eye. Um, however, you're, you also notice uh, Vasilka, um, the, the girl that the abbot uh, was uh, speaking to uh, when you come in. Um, you notice that uh, her skin is covered in a, a fine uh, powder. Uh, and as you, you move around the room investigating it, as you get closer to her, you realize um, that you can see seams uh, in her skin um, uh, where uh, stitching uh, has taken place on, on many different parts of her body. But she, by the way, continues to, to stare at you with this uh, smile on her face as she clutches her hands to her chest. Like Frankenstein stitches, body parts put together? Well, I mean, uh, potentially. <laughs> Have we asked her how she feels about this whole experience? Can we, can we, can we hey. say... Hello. Hello. Hey, ma madam, I, I, I have to say I have seen some rare beauties and yours is one of the finest. Uh, I, w how have you enjoyed your stay here in <clears throat> the Abbey? So uh, Fasilka um, sort of nods her head at you and, and raises her eyebrows and continues to one, smile. One and, and the <laughs> abbot turns and says, Vasilka uh, does not speak yet. Yeah. Ah, oh, well, that's... Uh, did uh, has she been a guest here long, or did you happen to create her? Oh, she is of my own creation. Yes. Well, that's very open of you. Yes. Well, you have seen what I've achieved with the Bellevue family. Certainly, something like Facilca is not beyond my powers. If I am able to do such. And why are why are we creating Facilcas again? Ah. Well, if you recall. It is my plan to heal Strad's broken heart. Oh, by providing him with a perfect Vasilka. Uh, I can see why the Morning Lord chose you, Bernard. I, I'm still trying to figure that one out myself, but I don't understand why the Morning Lord would... Where did you get the Vasilka parts? Mm. Certain, certain sacrifices had to be made. No lives were taken Who? in the creation. Who's, who's doing the sacrifice? Vasilka. No lives were taken. Do not worry. This is all part. Just this is all part of the Morning Lord's plan. And once emphasis on part. Once, <laughs> once I have created someone that Strad can truly love again, like he did his Tatiana all those years ago, then the wounds of Barovia will be healed. <laughs> is that not right? No, no, it's not. No, because first of all, Strad, Strad is a very intense person with very strong passions 
And Vasilka here is kind of a blank canvas. She, I don't think she would, you know, as the kids say these days, I don't think she would do it for him. I think he would, he needs Tatiana's, you know, je ne sais quoi to really get his undead blood pumping. I, I think you're trying to create a, a version that will never draw more than his amusement. And in the meantime, you, you were doing pretty un-morning un lord kind of things. I mean, where did you get the head? I'm sure the owner of that one probably misses it. No, the owner of the head had no further uses for it. Well, I yes. The, the, you, head. Well, had she died of consumption? I cannot recall no. exactly what it was she had passed away with. But we, we, we dealt with the matter. It is all sorted. Of course, Vasilka, as you see her now is not a bride worthy of Strad. Not yet. She remains a work in progress and something that I am happy to slowly work towards. So you, you harvest these parts right. from the dead after, with the permission of the family relatives is what you're telling me. I see. And, and then so, teach them table manners. What's that? Well, yes, table manners. Strad, table manners. Strad lives in a castle. He is royalty, of course. Vasilka will have to be able to eat with him. But yeah, I'm sorry, you didn't answer my question. So all the body parts, the body parts came from people who had died natural causes or deaths that you were not involved with, and then you got the pieces with the permission of the family members. Is that right? That all sounds correct, yes. That all sounds correct or it is correct? No, I have much to do with Vasilka. Okay, I could throw out a zone of truth spell. And we could really get to it. But this is kind of an important thing. Are you taking these Vasilka parts in a manner that the Morning Lord would approve of? Or are you being a little proactive about it for the greater good? You have sensed me, Bernard. You know that I am more than human. Yeah, all, so of, all of my actions are done with the Morning Lord's blessing. Mm. Mm. I... Will grow quick to anger if you continue to question me along these lines further. Something I would like to say that I am not with him, and uh, we are very happy to be here uh, with your beautiful uh, tennis ball wife. Uh, I mean, uh, she she's uh, a lovely quilt. I'm sure that Strad will love her. Can we see the ward now? And will you shut up? Don't <laughs> I'm a proud of the morning lord, and we have a morning lord person here who is. Obviously, harvesting parts illegally in, a, in some of those crazy past, you know. I mean, we've I, I'm... John, I'm can afraid master I son of, can master son of brandish the sun sword and see how uh the abbot reacts. He'll probably golf clap. Well, I could, it's good already. Uh, okay. Um, okay. You don't need to point it at him. You can just kind of. So, like, unsheathe it. Well, that I yeah. Can't like, it. hey, look what I, I have. have a sword. It's, it's a massive bolt of sun. <laughs> so, sorry, Master Sonna, what's happening? She's cutting his head know. off with a sun blade. No, Master Sonna, what's happening? <laughs> uh, I. Uh, I grab the hilt of my sunblade. So as soon as you grab the hilt, uh, you can uh, feel uh, an immense amount of concern coming from your blade. Okay. Yes, yes. Mm. Maybe it so ends I, there. I, I feel that 
<laughs> my blade isn't uh, willing to do this. No, I think it's concerned about the situation, not about being drawn. It's like sketchy <laughs> habit, sketchy habit vibes. It was, yes, this is a sketchy habit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's also a celestial being. Yes. Celestial beings and... can fall. They can be a fallen celestial being that's gone astray and been perverted by the land of Barovia but into yes. some sort of twisted solution to a problem that only makes everything worse for everybody in the long run. Definitely I, I, a thing. I, I understand your 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 difficulty. Like, if we had no other mission, Bernard, I would stand by your side and uh, say oh, that this perversion cannot. I can't be believe you're continued. turning me. You're, 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 you're turning tail and fleeing. But our mission is foremost to retrieve Irina if we can. And the information that we've just received from this uh, abbot is that indeed we need to mend Strad's heart in order to free this whole country. That's, that's his twisted logic. I don't, it's like a sieve. It doesn't hold Look, water. You're the one who asked what was in the sausage, and now you're sad to know the truth. I'm sorry. Yes, it's a, it's a sausage bride. Let's just let that go and go meet the ward. I can't. I'm a paladin of the morning, Lord. This is you're an just... abbot of the morning, Lord, doing things in the morning, Lord's name, which are completely against his nature. And if I'm to remain a paladin and not just some sort of terrible fighter person who has no religious aspirations, I have to stand up in this moment, in this place, with all this religious paraphernalia, which is actually quite important to me. Like, this this is one of those places where I'm between a rock and a symbol of the morning, Lord. You can understand that, even if you don't feel it. I, 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 I would just not like to die. That's well, sort of... All right, I'm, I'm going to press the issue. Yes. Because I'm... I am actually a paladin of the morning, Lord. Not I turned to have it. We're almost done. I yes. turn back to you guys. Uh, I am. A, I am a paladin. Like it's kind of my thing. Like, right. I mean, I can't walk away from it. So you guys can step out if you want. I don't blame you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask the abbot. Uh, I, I'm going to tell him the wine's getting to me and uh, needs to come out. And I, is there a latrine somewhere very close? <laughs> Maybe upstairs or downstairs. We had a pot, but we gave it away. Um, a 10-pound pot. Um, any of the latrines are over in the east <laughs> wing. However, many of the Bellevues just use a corner in the courtyard. I, I don't need to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm a civilized barbarian. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> yeah, right. Pull the other one. I pointed uh, the out and say, are you the cause of the consumption? How dare you? No, it's a simple question. No, I am not. I would never take another life. And in fact, I have cured many illnesses over the years throughout the valley and especially in the village below. How dare you accuse me of something? How, how, if how you're dare such a positive you? presence, why does the village fear you and have cut off relations? It is not me that they fear. In fact, I do venture into the village from time to time. I know you venture there, but they are very uncomfortable with the Abbey, and they said that they have very little to do with you, and they think this whole place is quite a mess. That is understandable. I think if you have seen the Bellevues already, you can understand why normal people, like the people of the village of Kresik, would find this place to be disturbing. Does that mean I should cast the Bellevues out or kill them as well? Of course not. What did you say? Kill them as well? Instead. 
Can I do an insight to see if that was the, the DM or if that was the abbot? That was the DM. That was the DM. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll tell you that one quickly. Okay. <laughs> and meanwhile, can I can I uh, sidle downstairs? Uh, down into the cellar. <laughs> sure. Um, so uh, as you try to, or would you want to take a sneak check? I can't imagine he can sneak. Well, he's looking for latrines. Apparently, no. twenty-five. He's been oh yeah, I guess you can. Hmm. Okay. Twenty-five. So as as that's happening, you you uh, head downstairs. Um, so the, the staircase is about twenty feet down, and there's a, a cellar down here. It has many barrels of wine, and there's a wooden rack that contains a big yes. chunk of wine barrels. It's a wine cellar, and we've lost him. <laughs> and they've lost the that wine, wine cellar out here for a while. Okay, so everyone else... Can I top? can I inspect the area? Yes, do you want to, to take a perception check? Ooh, natural 20. Wow. Right, 20 we'll, we'll come back to you in a wee while. Um, everyone else, what are you guys doing? I, I really would like to, to, to see the ward before we, we you know, go, go to war with the Abbey. Abbott. <laughs> yes, yeah, so would I. Um... But I do, so, I do understand Bernard's uh, oh, yes, 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 moral well. quandary. Oh, I had those all the time. Yes. So I, I, I address the, uh, I address the young abbot, and I say, "You are a, a powerful being, um, who could work so much good in this entire country, and instead you wall yourself up here, and do little. Like this, this. How can you?" How do you look into a mirror every single day? Oh, okay, okay, all right, all right. So, um, <laughs> I, I thought you were going somewhere else with that line of questioning, and instead, it sounds uh, like you know, what's going on on this? I, I, um, I am, um, so look, have look, that, the, abbot, the abbot responds by saying, I can understand why humans would take such a small minded view. You must yes. understand that. I am looking at the bigger picture, instead. and therefore justified in harvesting body parts from innocents in yes, order. Instead of trying to avenge one or two small deaths, I am trying to prevent generations of deaths in the future. No, but generations of people have been taken from their home worlds and brought to this place and pitted into this terrible conflict with Strahd, and and you could have done something and you didn't. No, no, I could not have done Strahd. Killing Strad, trying to kill Strad, is an impossible task. That much is clear to me. Why is it impossible again? I, 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 I'm going to sneak off into the, the wine cellar. I don't think <laughs> I need it here. Uh, yes, I'm just going to sneak away. Um, yes, I've done it, and uh, goodbye. And he, so uh, you said, why is it impossible? And he says, because Strad, he is more than just a man. He is more than just a vampire. Strad is... The land of Barovia itself. As long as Barovia, as long as Barovia itself still exists, so will Strad von Sarovich. He cannot be killed, but he can be healed. Okay, meanwhile. Ended up into in this <laughs> tale where <laughs> Uh, Can I just say how sexist this is? <laughs> what's this? The, 
Is it sexist? The bride? Like, oh my God, it's like, fine. So it's the only thing that can heal this complete fucking psychopath. It's the love, it's the love of, a woman. of a woman. Oh. <laughs> so whether or not she wants so to. So we have the, the main the main villain like stalking these young women who remind him of his lost love instead of going through like the 12 steps of grief and denial and acceptance. He's like, no, 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 I've got to drain Irina's blood every night because that's how I get back to my Tatiana. And then so we're trying to save Irina Mm -hmm. and so like, yeah, empower her and all that kind of stuff. And then we meet this celestial being in this abbey who's like building a wife for strength. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> it's not a, Bernard's upset about it. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just, I just, you know, yeah. So, so we're going to. Um, this is like the Snape conundrum, isn't it, with Harry Potter, where he's like, we oh, just... yeah, he's, he's not actually a bad guy because he's so in love with Lily Evans uh, or Lily Potter, and you know, he was always in love with her. He's like, no, he's a fucking creep who was a terrible bully too. <laughs> It's become clear. All we need to do is go to one of those Build-A-Bear shops, just cobble together a new wife for Strahd, and boom, we win. I mean, are you? I guess it all depends on whether you are believe that the Abbott's plan is a good plan. No, I do. Not. Well, I, 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 I will say it's suspicious that the last thing in Stars and her is a voice. Yeah, uh, yeah. She started really good. I had to put a tongue in her eventually, but I'm not looking forward to it because I'm sure she's going to be like nag, nag, nag. <laughs> we'll take care of table manners first. Yes. It, no, it's there's plenty of room in the wine cellar. We could just all get drunk down there. Yeah, uh, I definitely need a drink. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Kellen, uh, Kellen, you've come across something. Um, there are many bottles of wine, including um, uh, the old purple grape mash number three from the, the Wizard of Wine's winery. You also come across a scroll. A scroll with magical properties. In fact, it is a spell scroll, Kellen, that you have managed to find for the spell Hero's Feast. Um, so if you cast this spell you bring forth a magnificent feast including food and drink it will take one hour to consume and after an hour it will disappear Uh, up to 12 people can partake of this feast Um, you get a few benefits if you feast you're cured of all diseases and poison you become immune to poison and being frightened and you make all wisdom saving throws with advantage Um, your hit point maximum also increases by 2d10 and you Ooh. gain those hit points, and that lasts for 24 hours. That's amazing. Now wait. Uh, can we say that one more time? <laughs> Google <laughs> Heroes Feasts. <laughs> Heroes Feast. What are you I'll planning on right. doing and, with this and, scroll? Now wait, how long did it take to cast? Uh, b- 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 um, it took an hour to consume. It actually takes 10 minutes to yeah. cast. Yeah. You gotta put the souffle in the oven. Oh. Are you going to eat this in the basement or upstairs getting killed? Is that what you're asking? Hey, guys. He's going to it by himself and eat the whole thing. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> Sorry, did you say 2d10? Oh, it, it's, it, well, we'll, it, I'll, I'll just do, say big time benefits. Yeah. There's, there's, if you Google Heroes Feast, it's a, it's a uh, spell. It's a um, Dungeon Dragon spell. 
Second, and I assume uh, <laughs> if I, if I if I were to read the scroll aloud, it's it's done. I believe it's Jean will need to uh, mm. use that for you. I, I'm sure I can trust isn't. him with it implicitly. He would yes. never just use it for himself. He would yeah. always look to the good of the group. So, guys, what's the I, plan? We've got Kevin anything in the else cellar. in the. We've got uh, uh, an abbot who has clearly solved the whole thing. Um, or, <laughs> or, <laughs> or do you want to do something else? Um, well, I'm, I'm like I'm done. Right. So, Master Sally just like, grabs the hilt of her sword, which oh, I no. presume is still very concerned, and just like marches back out. Okay. Oh, we need to but you're gonna check march out, out the west wing, or we, we never, we never yeah. interviewed the ward, or no, exactly. That's where we're going to go now. Oh, the west so wing? she's not behind so Out, out of the the hall with the abbot, and you know, yes. to like, the west wing. I think he said east, and east. to the east, the east wing. That's right. So right, I'm, I'm going to stuff a few bottles of the, uh, yes. the good stuff yes. Yes, inside yes. of my robes. And... So at this point, um, the abbot has headed back uh, to uh, Vasilka, and uh, he now seems to be um, teaching her uh, uh, how to dance. He is leading her through oh, the steps. How nice. Yes. yes. Lovely. Strad will really appreciate it. Um. <laughs> Especially because she can't talk. <laughs> So um, as, as you leave, he, he says, um, if you wish, as she is on the upper floor, um, I would advise that you head up to the belfry here and then across the battlements there. The, that way you will avoid the, uh, the bell views down below. Ooh. Upstairs is where the music is coming from at the moment. Shall we go upstairs? Yes, I, I'll I I'll head upstairs with the group, assuming I. Okay, Master Son, are you, are you heading up to the the belfry as well? Yes, and like, so I, I stomp out uh, towards the door, and he says, "Oh, you can go upstairs." And I'm just like, "Oh, fine." <laughs> stomp. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Staircase so... and march upstairs. Crit Faced is a weekly Dungeons & Dragons podcast. To make sure you never miss an episode, and to get an exclusive prequel episode of the podcast where you can find out what our characters were up to before this adventure began, head over to CritFacedPodcasts.com and join our Crit Faced fan group.